I think it's Potato and Wombat. Are you there? Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, can you hear me? I can. How's it going? Oh, it's, it's going fantastic. How about you? Not too bad. So, um, tell me, what religion were you? Have we spoken before? Uh, on I think the I, I spoke to you a couple times through, like, DMs or okay, on okay. the server right, right, right. right. Okay, I've got you. Uh, I wasn't sure if we talked on the podcast. I didn't remember 100% if we had or not. So you don't remember talking on the podcast before, right? I haven't talked on the podcast before. Okay. So what religion were you originally? Are you still religious? or? I am still religious. I'm actually a current member of the Mormon Church. You're currently a member? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, super so interesting. So, on right after that rant. <laughs> so, do you believe it or? Uh, yeah, I'm a I'm oh. a pretty recent convert actually. Really, uh, that is super DMs, interesting. Yeah, that's what we talked about over DMs that one time was me starting to meet with the missionaries. Okay, that's pretty crazy. So, um, what was it that kind of convinced you? Like, tell me how that happened. Uh, it was a lot of weird things. I think. Uh, what the server want to hear it was uh, they caught me in a bad place and I, I was in a bad situation when the missionaries approached me okay. I was failing a lot of my classes I wasn't doing too good mentally wise and mm. the church seemed to offer me a lot and they've helped me put my life back together I've got my grades coming back up I've got a job now so interesting okay so how old are you you don't have to tell me if you don't want no, but. it's fine. I sound 12, but I promise I'm 19. 19, okay. Very interesting. So do you, like, I guess your parents weren't really involved in this process at all? They aren't Mormon, or? Oh, not at all. They're very, uh, anti not anti-religious, but just, uh, atheists, I suppose. Okay, yeah. interesting. Well, FYI, I just want to put it on record. Yeah, I did go on a rant about that, but I, if you remember, <laughs> I said... I love all humans as human beings, and I respect them. So, you know, you have nothing to fear for oh, me no, about for sure. any of that. Um, I've been treated, like, wonderfully on the server. Okay, good, good. That's good to hear. So, anyway, <laughs> so that's really interesting. So you kind of converted to Mormonism. Now, how long ago did this happen, exactly? Uh, I'd say about... I started meeting with the missionaries eight months ago, and then converted six months ago, I'd say. Okay, so what was, like, the process that you went through? Because I don't even know what's involved in converting into Mormonism. Uh, let's see, it was a lot of meetings. Mm. Uh, so it was, yeah, like, weekly meetings, or? It was, at first it was twice a week, um, mm. just because I didn't have a whole lot of classes. Mm. And then, right before my baptism, the week leading up to my baptism, it was once a day for a week which was super intense. Okay. And now it's gone down to like once a week, if ever so often. That's super... In okay, so you're still meeting with the missionaries even after being baptized? Or? Uh, Yeah. I, I wasn't expecting that, but they still seem to reach out to me, so... Yeah, I mean, the, I can see that. I, uh, I think Jehovah's Witnesses do that too, where they'll continue to study with somebody for a little while. Although... I don't, you know, I don't know how baptism with Mormonism compares to baptism uh, with Jehovah's Witnesses, but it, how long did it take you to get baptized as a Mormon? I think it was about two months. Two months, okay. With Jehovah's Witnesses, it'd probably take a year to get baptized. Oh, so, oh. yeah, I think it's a little bit, just a little bit different. So by the time somebody gets baptized as Jehovah's Witness, they're probably done studying, but... 
Yeah, that that makes sense that you're uh, that you're continuing to study with him. So, what are you studying? Do you just read the Bible? Like, what 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 happens in those meetings? Hold on, give me one second. Okay, no problem. Uh, let's see. Sorry. Um, no problem. Uh, let's see. Uh, so the meetings vary on topic to topic. They do a lot of like communication throughout the week and kind of see where you are and. Mm what you're struggling with. So if I'm struggling with like my daily readings, Mormons are supposed to be reading out of the Book of Mormon every day. Uh, they'll start talking to me about the importance of reading the scriptures. Okay, just interesting. To, like, maintain that. So they talk about just various subjects that they feel you could be doing better in or that you feel you could be doing better with, that kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, that's the general gist of those. Okay, so those it's like, it's once a week and it's what, for an hour or something or? It's for an hour. But there's been a couple, like, two-hour-long meetings where I just, like, grill them with questions sometimes. Right. Okay. So have you gotten a temple recommend yet? I've gotten a partial temple recommend. Okay. What is it? Like, what, what's that mean? Um, so in order to do, like, the, the full, like, endowment session, this, like, the super secret, like, ceremony stuff, you got to be a member for a year and okay. all that stuff, junk. Mm. But... If you, uh, they usually do this for recent converts where they give them like a half temple recommend mm. where you can just get to baptize the dead and you only get to go into the temple lobby and then the baptistry. Okay. That's super interesting. So let me ask you this then. Yeah. What sure. was it that, what is the best argument that you had or that you heard for Mormonism that made you kind of believe it? What was it that got you there? Uh, a lot of things for me is that it seems to fill in, like, a couple holes that I'm kind of iffy on with, like, more of the mainstream Christian beliefs. Mm. I suppose it'd be, like, uh, it goes a lot into, like, the pre-life, like, what it was before life and afterlife. Mm. It gets a lot into, like, the politics of heaven kind of stuff. Right. Just, like, it keeping specific. Okay. Interesting. So it gets into more detail than traditional Christianity does. Is that fair right. to say? Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that'd be fair. Okay. Interesting. How do we know that the details that they add are accurate or correct? And, and how do we know that they're not, you know, pulled out of a hat? <laughs> pulled, made up by the prophet kind yeah. of stuff? Yeah, how do we know? That's fair. Uh, I mean, the big thing is, like, pray about it. That's what they all say. Oh, mm. you want to know if it's true? Pray about it. Okay, interesting. Oh. Do you <laughs> think that, like, don't feel like I'm attacking or anything. I'm just oh, asking no, questions. Sure I'm just asking questions. No, so do you feel like that's a reliable way to come to a conclusion about other things, too? Just like praying about them. Yeah. Uh, so are I there other the are there other things that you can think of that if we prayed about it we would get results that we needed, like we'd get answers that we needed, things like that. I feel like prayer is a lot of the time also just a like time to sit down and think about it mm. and reflecting on on your problems that you're trying to pray about too. Sure, sure. So. I suppose it depends on the issue. and So partially yeah, self-reflection, too. It's not just praying to yeah. God and expecting results. It's also self-reflection and things. That's what you're saying. The, yeah, the, the church pushes a lot of, like, prayer and action. You can't expect prayers to just poof up stuff. Okay, interesting. All right. 
But in this case, we're expecting prayers to poof up answers. Uh, is there anything that we can do specifically outside of prayer to find out if this is valid or not? Or is it the basically all prayer? Like the uh, this, specifically the church's history and, the, and, and how we can know that this is the correct church. I really honestly don't think there's a way to tell if a church is correct or not. Because mm. in the end, I think there can only be like one correct church. Mm. I don't, I don't think there's a way to know if your church is correct. Interesting. Do you think that it's possible that some churches could be correct about some things and other churches correct about other things? Oh, yeah, for sure. That's, you... that's a big part of Mormonism as well. Okay, interesting. So do you feel like there's something that Mormonism got incorrect that another church got correct? Ooh, my Mormon answer would have to say no, <laughs> but our history says otherwise. Okay. We've had some mistakes. Sure. I mean, every church has had mistakes, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. So, interesting. So can you think of an example of one thing that you suspect Mormonism may not have 100% exactly accurate that another church may have exactly accurate? Not accurate. Um, I don't know about that one. That one's... Cause I, I mean, I'm a recent convert, so I, I try sure. to focus my things on what they'd have correct. Mm. But they've they've done some stuff recently that's like super weird, I guess. Really? Like what? Uh, I know there's like a huge wave of the, I don't agree with this. This is kind of messed up what they're doing right now. Okay. It's, or at least recently, like in the last 10 years or so, they've been, uh, there's a lot of like females in the church who are pushing to also have the priesthood, mm. like on blogs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're faithful Mormons, but they want to know why they can't have the priesthood as well as the male members. Right. And they've all been just, like, excommunicated. Really? Just oh, wow. asking those questions. That's crazy. Um, Jehovah's Witnesses do that kind of thing, too. Ask questions or push for something, and, you know, you get you get this you fellowship get if you push hard enough. Yeah, you get shut down. Um, that's pretty interesting. So how do you feel about that situation? Do you feel like it's justified that they're doing that? Or do you feel like the women should deserve answers? I feel like, I mean, they've tried to give women answers. Mm. That's the thing. And the women, I think, are looking for their specific answer as well. Mm. Um, I was going somewhere with that. Shoot. But I think, I think, I don't necessarily agree with it, but... Mm. I think we're all still people. Sure. And like even the prophet is still like all, all the dudes up in the head Mormonism headquarters, whatever, they're they're all they're all still people too and they're gonna mess up and sure kick out sure. Yeah, I, I I hear that a lot from like Jehovah's Witnesses and stuff too. They're saying they say the same thing about the governing body, you know, they're people too and they sin and all that other good junk. But um yeah, you know, Mormons claim that the 12 apostles or the living prophet are mm-hmm. are prophets like they are um mouthpieces for God on earth and Jehovah's Witnesses claim that the governing body members or the yeah I guess it's just the governing body members now not just anointed are a mouthpiece for God on earth right only one of yeah. them can be correct either Jehovah's Witnesses or Mormons right Mm-hmm. So, my goal in the entire thing would be to come at this from an angle of 
trying to figure out which one is more correct or which one is correct, period. Which one is it? Because they're mutually exclusive. They can't both be mouthpieces for God at the same time. So which one is the mouthpiece for God? And why do I believe one over the other? But anyway. I think. Yeah, go on. Oh, what? I was just going to say, I don't think there's a, a way to tell. You're right. Only I mean, neither of them necessarily have to be the one true mouthpiece, right? Right. So That's true. That is very true. So something to think about. I mean, I don't, I don't know. There's no telling, I guess. But anyway, yeah, I appreciate you coming on and talking to me. This has been super interesting. I'm, uh, I'm glad you came on. And maybe I can get you on again sometime. We can talk about that more. Sounds awesome. Okay, no. All right. I'll talk to you later. Okay, bye. Yeah, that is, uh, that is pretty interesting. Um, I don't know. I... I, so here's the thing with Jehovah's Witnesses, they famously kind of crucify, for lack of a better term, other religions. They say it's BS, you know, don't believe them, they're wrong, Methodists are wrong, Catholics are wrong, they're all doing it wrong. And the only way that you can be in God's good graces, quote-unquote, is by being Jehovah's Witness. It's the only way. So I grew up believing that... Every religion out there except Jehovah's Witnesses was bullshit. And when I realized that Jehovah's Witnesses is bullshit too, I just defaulted to atheist. I just defaulted to not believing anything. I was like, oh, I already don't believe in the Methodist uh, ideals. I already don't believe in Catholicism. I already see them as idolatrous and you know I, I already see them idolizing the cross or the rosary or worshiping other gods quote unquote I mean I, I that's the perspective that I came from was seeing Catholics and others like that and so when I left Jehovah's Witnesses I just defaulted to atheists so anyway okay next person with whom I was going to speak is Wildfur. Wait a minute. W for Wildfur. Hey, are you there? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? I can. Uh, how's it going? It works, finally! Yeah. Hey. So, uh, I haven't had you on here before, have I? No, no, I haven't been on before. I listened to the podcast a lot and missed it last week, though. Um, oh, that's... But, yeah, um... I missed it because I was because I um because unfortunately I was going to and from Sydney, which is about a sixty mile journey. Oh yeah, okay. In Australia. Yes, I am in Australia now. Okay. Well, unless you ask a flat earther, in this, in that case, I'm somewhere else because Australia doesn't exist. Right. Okay. <laughs> uh, you you don't believe in the flat Earth, do you? Uh, no. Um, okay. It, the is around like my head. Okay. That would have been a phenomenal troll, though, if you'd said yes. Oh, my God. Anyway. <laughs> like, do you believe in Flutter? Yeah. <laughs> Just absolutely not. Oh, God. Oh, man. Um, I'm pretty good friends with Professor Stick, and he does a lot of Flat Earth stuff. So, uh, I, you know, I, what is it? Professor Stick is actually quite good, although one of my favorite atheists one who really needs more attention mm. is actually Bionic Dan. Yes, I, I know, man. Yeah, I love Bionic Dan. You know, I was talking to her earlier. We're talking about doing a collab soon. I meant to get back to her before I got on the podcast, but yeah, she's awesome. 
So someone just messaged me, and I've got to lean over the handlebars to try and press the button. Handlebars, you say? Handlebars. Uh, yeah. You're riding I'm a bicycle? My bike as a... No, a uh, motorbike. I'm using my bike as a seat because, unfortunately, there's stuff on the chair. Oh, okay, okay. I, I thought that that was an odd time to ride a bike. But anyway, uh, <laughs> so tell me, uh, what religion were you originally? Are you still religious or...? Uh, I no, I am not religious as of currently. I am currently an agnostic atheist. Okay, interesting. And I used to be Pentecostal, actually. You used to be Pentecostal, okay. In yes, Australia, and I, I was huh. Say again. I can con I can confirm that Pentecostals are one hundred percent fucked up. Right. Is it pretty extreme? Yes. Uh yeah, I would say pretty extreme. Um. I used to go to a church called Hillsong Church. Mm. Now, the thing about them is that they make most of the Pentecostal music that I know. Literally, I've been to many other Pentecostal churches because I moved 100 kilometers from where this mega church was. And right. I call them a mega church because they don't only have campuses here in Australia, all over Australia, but they also have campuses in um, South Africa. America, Brazil, um, they have a few in England. Jeez, that's pretty big, huh? Yeah, they're really yeah. they're really big, and they make a lot of Christian music. In fact, um, some of the popular ones like Hosanna, um, Oceans. I can name a few off the top of my head. In fact, if you sang me a Christian song, I could probably tell you. That's interesting. Because I also because I used to also work in the church. So I actually know quite a lot of the ins and outs. Really? What What did you do for the church? Um, I did lighting technician. Oh, okay. Stuff like that. That's cool. So my job, so my job was to set lights up, run the lighting shows, do all stuff like that. Yeah, and it's a mega church, right? So they did shows and stuff fairly often, I guess. Uh, yeah, they run an international conference called Hillsong Conference, and it maxed out our biggest arena, which is, oh, what's the current name? It changes name every six months or so because someone else owns a fucking arena. Every right. Uh, it's the cutest bank arena currently. It used to be the All Phones Arena, and then it was the Acer Arena, and then it was something else. Is it in Sydney? Um, yeah, it's, it's in Sydney. It's in that area, yeah. Oh, it's Q-U-D-O-S, Kudos Bank Arena. Yes, and gotcha. it... It's near Sydney something, Sydney Olympic Park, and the church is called Hillsong Church, if I haven't mentioned that before. Interesting. So I just no, no. looked it up, and it looks like 21,000 people will fit in that arena. 21,000 people. That's huge. And, and we max that arena out. Like, we have to, that's just for the adults. The kids also take up another stadium of about 10,000. Jeez, that's and even insane. And then we'll have to have overflow tents, so about 40,000, 45,000 to God, that's crazy. I remember um, I lived in Atlanta, Georgia for like a short time, and they had an arena there that seated 10,000, and we had 10,000 Jehovah's Witnesses at that convention, and I was like, I, I had binoculars, because, you know, I was trying to look at the speaker. It's so big. Just 10,000 is huge. 21 even 30, 40, 50,000 people is just insane. Yeah.
That's crazy. That's crazy that they maxed that out. So what kind of stuff did they teach? Like, what was some of their core doctrine when you went? Um, so a lot of core doctrine is, um, well, it's very, I would say, close Catholic. Okay. Uh, because they're heavily, heavily reliant on the Nicene Creed. Don't believe in the, they don't believe in the Virgin Mary. Um, oh, interesting. Um, they do believe in, they believe heavily in prayer and in, um, spiritual healing. Really? Um, oh, okay. So it's like, um, what do you call it? Uh, faith healing, right? Yes. And okay. on top of that, that, um, they believe that evolution is, is, uh, 150% bullshit. Okay. So that, so just putting that out right there. Oh, God. Um, Homosexuality is wrong. Um, what else is also not allowed? In the... Oh yeah, um, they believe that it that attending church is a must. Okay, so if you don't attend church, then you're you're basically going to hell, pretty much, right? Yes. Mm. That's fascinating, man. So, what was it that kind of got you out? What was it that got you to realize it's BS? Okay, I would prepare your ears because I'm about to go. Okay, go okay, ahead, so, do it. Okay, so ba basically, um, it all started about a year and a half ago when I actually met a friend at my old school, which I was getting bullied heavily at, frankly, because of the fact that I was both a furry and bisexual. And yes, I did used to hate myself back then too. Um, anyway, so about a year and a half ago, I met, met this girl. She was an atheist. She was in about year seven. I was in year nine. Um, anyway, so... I met, we were talking, and yeah, we did have different beliefs, but we, we still got along, and I was with our group of friends most of the time. We played similar things like Mystic Messenger, right. Dragonopia, um, Osu, fuck, I love Osu. Um, anyway, so it, about, I'd say, uh, half a year from 2018, um, I basically, we had the whole gay rights thing in Australia. Mm -hmm. I remember that. And, yeah, and our church got, um, well, quite amped up about it. In fact, one of the people from our church bought a plane and got, um, and got it and wrote, it's okay to say no in the sky. Oh my God. Over, over the Sydney of Sydney. And you could see it, it was like in big bold letters. And I started thinking, wow, this is extreme. I want to look into this, see what the Bible actually says about it. Yeah. So I started reading. I got about halfway through. I just, and I think it was about almost in middle of November, I just closed the book and I was like, whoa, this is a lot of shit. Right. It was also around that time that I was uh, sitting my test, uh, my science tests, because um, I had to, well, pass if I wanted to leave school, which right. I currently have. Um, so passed them barely, because... Uh, at that time, I still believe evolution was, you know, BS. Right. And so um, did, I, I lost a lot of points in that because I voiced my opinions on paper, which... Oh, that my sucks. Teacher, my teacher actually pulled me aside and he said, this, this, is, this is not politics class, it's science. Jesus, you, you man. Have to they, and he started explaining to me the scientific method and all that. And I thought... Well, why don't I try using that to justify my beliefs? Right. Show him that he's wrong. 
that was when I discovered that I was sorely mistaken. Oh, man. That sounds like a, a seriously seismic shift in everything, though. You know, that whole thing. Because when I first lost my religion, I, I was first thinking, well, shit, like, I, I, I became, like, almost... Because at this point, I was already suffering through a lot of shit. Cause, yeah. Um, it was towards the end of November that I actually got assaulted. Okay. While riding home from the bicycle, so that didn't go well. That's a shame. And um, I think that was what kind of pushed me over the edge. Just that I was like, "Well, that—that's obviously false about God too." Yeah. Well, if all of this is false about God, what's true? Right. And at that point, I thought, "Well, it, it, it can't be true. There's no reason to think now." When it comes to my family, my family only found out halfway through this year in a less than a nice way. They're, they're still religious then, I guess. Uh, my mom's not religious. Okay. My sister, my sister is religious, but she's 10, so she's young. Mm. Um, my brother, heavily religious and also a bit of a nut job. Damn. Uh, I, I say that because, because he literally wants to basically give execution to people from Saudi Arabia. Jesus. So yeah, what, what do I'm you saying, mean by that? Can you elaborate a little? Like, so he wants to go to war with them and kill them, or is that what it is? Well, I mean, like, anyone in this country who who is a Muslim... Jesus, ...to man. just be... ...you know, how? That's a rough one. Yeah, he, he, he's a... He was a bit insane. I wouldn't say Alex Jones level insane, but I'd say more um, Ben Shapiro level. Okay, right. Extreme at so, the very least. Yeah, extreme, but not, but not complete natural. Right. Um. Now, when it, now it was now I think about my mum found around around just before Christmas when we moved up to the central coast, mm. about a hundred kilometers. I live in Lake Haven area. Mm. Uh, and basically moved up to the central coast. Sorry, let me just tap the screen. Um, and pretty much moved up around that time. My dad already knew uh, a lot of shit went on then, too, because uh, I was just I was in a bad place at the time. Right. You know, suffering from depression, anxiety, paranoia, and all that, and still, and now having no religion to fall back on. So I was in a bit of a dark place, I would say. Sure. Yeah. And so um, pretty much at that point, I think my dad found out um, around about the middle of the year, we, we were having a massive argument. Like, And what year was this? It, uh, this year. Okay. When he found out. Okay. Middle of this year, he found out knocking him in the face. Yeah. Damn, man. It was so walked out. A bunch of emotional shit. I mean... He is, I would say, very heavily Christian. Right. Like, um, he, now, I would say that he agrees n about 100% with Jordan Peele. Wait, say that again? So, he, he what? Yeah, 100%. I would say his views closely align with Jordan Peterson. Like, he 100% oh, agrees. Oh, got you, got you. Wow. Yes. So, yeah, 
So um, Jordan Peterson, I don't actually know a whole lot about the guy except that his name is freaking everywhere. Like everybody's talking about this guy at this point. I don't know anything about him. Well, I mean, I, I mean, one thing that um, we I have debated with my dad about is Jordan Peterson's interpretation of atheists, which is um, that like um, that a, that a true atheist would be like Raskolnikov. Right. And, uh, you know, there's no like metaphysical reason to kill sort of thing and all of that and no reason why I shouldn't split this. Uh, I don't want to get into it. But yeah. Right. That's really interesting. So your dad is kind of like Jordan Peterson in that respect, then you said, right? Uh, yes. Mm. Except my dad is a much hardcore uh, Christian. He, he he is accepting of um, LGBT people. Okay, that's something, I guess, right? Um, yeah, actually, uh, interesting fact is that up until about, like, the second half of last year, I would say, yeah. I actually used to follow Alex Jones. Oh, really? Did you kind of buy it, or? Oh, yeah, I bought it. I bought it. Oh, man. What got uh, you out of but, that situation? Like, how did you break free of that mindset? Was it just the, uh, the, the seismic shift that you went through? Uh, it was part of the seismic shift, and also it started with the whole Sandy Hook thing. Okay, right. No, it wasn't Sandy Hook, it was something else. Um, <laughs> Sandy Hook turned me from a doubter into a hater. Right. I'd say. Yeah, I that mean, was I don't freaking just... nuts, man, that that whole situation. That's um, the, like I try not to hate on people. I really try, but there are some people who I just really detest. Yeah. With a... Yep, I know it what you mean, one. man. I know exactly what you mean. I go through the same thing. And on that note, I'm actually out of time. It is actually time for me to get off of here. So I'm sorry, I have to cut it short. But uh, maybe I can get you on again. It's been super interesting. But uh, I'll talk to you yeah, later on, though. Okay. Very quickly, I do need to mention something. Sure. Um, I am planning to make an outro song for you, similar to the one you have. Oh, sweet. I was just okay. wondering. Yeah, I'm just wondering if you could send me some samples of like uh, songs that you like that you kind of like the style, and that'd be great. Sure. All right. I'll I'll talk to you in the Ask Telltale channel. Will that work? And we'll yeah, we'll work sure. it out. All right. Appreciate it, man. I'll talk to you later on. Okay. Have a great day. You too. Yeah, that is super interesting. Um. Alex Jones is his own pseudo cult like mindset. I wouldn't call it a cult. I don't think it's a cult, but it's a cult like mindset for sure. Definitely a cult like mindset. And I actually know some people. I'm thinking of somebody specifically who is going through some pretty rough stuff with their parents, um, you know, kind of buying that whole thing hook line and sinker and it's really affecting her life and i would like to address alex jones at some point on my main channel because alex jones is a really really toxic person with toxic ideas who's who's really damaging people's lives right now but uh i don't know i steer clear of politics usually uh it it feels important enough that i might do it anyways so we'll see Anyway, uh, Crate, do you have... Uh, I'll take, like, one question. Since we're out of time now, it's fine. I'll take one. Do you have one? Yeah, I have a bunch. Okay. Um, we'll save them I'm for next week, pick... mostly. 
Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick my favorite one, okay. uh, which is kind of cheating. But uh, what were your Halloweens as a child like? And what do uh, Jehovah's Witnesses do when trick or treaters knock? Uh, that's from. That's from who? Glenn. Oh, cool. I will tell you. This is actually extremely relevant. Um, so we are supposed to sit. So all right, if there's a house that doesn't have its lights on. As a trick-or-treater, you're not supposed to go to that house, right? Because it's kind of a signal, like, we don't want people here or whatever. So that's what we were supposed to do. We were supposed to turn our lights off um, on trick-or-treat night so that nobody came to our door. Well, my mom... So I'm, I'm thinking about the age of, say, 12 to, I don't know, 17, roughly. Five years, probably. A little bit earlier even, maybe 9 to 17, um, 8 or 9 to 17. My mom worked. My dad was on OxyContin for a good bit of that time. Really powerful stuff. I mean, prescribed to him for back pain. And he was pretty much knocked out 24-7. He was just asleep for a, you know most of the day, most of the night. And so my mom's at work, my dad is asleep, it's just me. And I had to sit in the dark, no lights on. And on top of that, I couldn't even watch TV because it was all scary Halloween stuff and we're not supposed to watch that. So I would literally just sit in the dark all night with nothing to do on Halloween night, on trick-or-treat night, and it sucked. It was really, really shitty. And so Halloween holds a lot of really bad memories for me. It just sitting there alone, you know, it was pretty bad. But eventually Halloween became a pretty happy time. I, I, I really love Halloween now. So it, it's wrapped back around. Um, but yeah, uh, what was the, I feel like there was more to the question. Did I miss something? No, I think you got it. It was what do Jehovah's Witnesses do when kids knock on their door right 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 okay hang on there, also yeah go ahead no go ahead you answered the other part okay yeah i was gonna say there is one time when jehovah's witnesses knocked on our i'm sorry there there is one time when trick-or-treaters knocked on our door and uh we just explained to them that we don't celebrate halloween we don't have any candy for them and and that was it and they're like oh okay and then they left that was it so, yeah. Did you have uh, something else you were going to say? Uh, no. I mean, there's lots of good questions. It'll it'll be good for, for next week. Okay, hold on to them. We'll get to them. Okay. Yep. Well, I appreciate you guys coming on and, uh, and listening to me ramble. I will talk to you uh, next week. But FYI, I have the... Current events podcast releasing on Tuesday at 9 p.m. And I'm going to have another um, another release of uh, Whatchamahoosets, um, the Pure Worship of Jehovah, the reading the Pure Worship of Jehovah book. I'm gonna ha- that's going to release on Thursday at, uh, at 9 p.m. So keep a lookout for that on the podcast channel. Also, 
you will not see them next week. No, you're right. I won't see you guys next week because I'm going to San Francisco. So if any of you live in San Francisco, meet me at FFRFCon. Um, otherwise, I will see you on the flippity flip. I'll talk to you guys later.